G'day trendsetters, welcome to episode number three of the Swim Coach Podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have any questions at all you'd like to submit through to the show, jump on through to the website, swimontop.com, or send me through an email, podcast at swimontop.com. So, this will be the last episode I do of me just talking for the sake of talking, and then from next episode, I'll start answering your questions. So jump on through to the website, send me through an email, send me all your questions you got, more the merrier. I get excited every time you send me through a question. It makes me feel important, and I like to feel important. <laughs> so um, following on from last episode where I just spoke about me, I do admit it's the best subject in the world. Um, I spoke about swim cords and what I was doing. Well, this episode, I'm going to give you uh, talk about the biggest impact to my swimming that happened really, really quickly with the minimum amount of effort. With the, it was, it's the biggest bang for my buck I've received. Um, now, I'll. I'll I'll start off with saying, you know, you've got to get your... Te- it's uh, Swimming is very technique-orientated, so you've got to get your technique right. Once you get your technique right, close to good enough, you focus on speed, you focus on power. But let's face it, I, I did all that. I did all saw all these little improvements, and then I plateaued to a point. It was a lot of hard work to... I wasn't seeing massive improvements. And then all of a sudden, I listened to it. Originally, I listened to an interview with, with um, Ironman World Champion. I think it's 2012 Ironman World Champion, Pete Jacobs, who I think is a pretty cool cat. He was talking about um, a book he had read called The Oxygen Program, or the, sorry, The Oxygen Advantage from Patrick Someone. Sorry, sorry, Patrick. And. And he got me. He talked about you know how important oxygen was, and I thought I've got to read that book. So I, I went straight out and I, I brought the book. I read it, and that 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 book has had the the biggest impact on my training, on my coaching, and on my everyday lifestyle. It's if if you read books, if if you're a reader, I highly highly recommend reading the Oxygen Advantage. It's it really is a, one of the best books f- to help f- with sports performance and everyday quality of life. It, it it's huge. But anyway, I'll, I'll stop boring you. But if you don't like reading books or you just want it condensed, on my main website trainsmooth.com, I basically took you know a 400 page book or whatever it was and condensed it down to two pages to give you real rough guts of it so if you go to train smooth up on top trainsmooth.com go up on top you'll have the word resources click on that and flick all the way down to you see the word oxygen program or something like that it will have click on that and you it, you can read it's you know 500 words uh, uh, um, instead of reading, reading 500 pages Anyway, part of doing this oxygen program is a series of breath breath holds, and the, doing these series of breath holds, I took ten seconds per hundred meters off my swim time in under two weeks. 
that it it it, it was crazy. This small little thing that has that you can do anywhere. You know, you got we talk about um, you know how much swimming you're doing, how much cycling you're doing, how much running you're doing. What are you doing in the gym? But putting all this extra stress onto our body. But then we neglect all these other little things we can do to, that will conju- that will help with sports performance, that we that can help with our training, that we can help with recovery, that we can, that can help with every you know just be, make you a better athlete that you don't need to recover from. You know, you go for a, a, an hour run. Well, you're going to have to recover from that hour run. You you do a, a mobility session, a stretch session. You it has very you know it's a lot lighter on the body you it it helps the body recover but yet we we, we neglect mobility sessions um meditating it, it's huge you, you know you have an athlete that's injured in particular injured right well your body can't do that but why can't your mind do it you sit down you know relax be focused um in the oxygen doing an oxygen program you can have massive gains without putting those extra miles on the body now it will help swim bike run but the biggest impact I saw um, was my swimming um, I found a little bit of benefits on the on the bike it was nothing to write home about on the run I saw a big difference running up hills and not in pace wise but me not gasping for air anymore. Instead of me running up a hill, I'm going. <gasps> I'm I'm now able to hold a conversation, for instance, at that particular same pace. So, but the um, and that's huge. But actual improvement in time wise, the pull I took ten seconds per hundred meters off. Now, what it is, and then you can go to this um, read this little shortened down patch I put on trainsmove.com is it's a series of breath holds so you it's and it's a very slow progression but there's a wide range of different things you got to do but the the first part that, that I did every single day for the two weeks well there was two things but the, this this is what I did for two weeks you you did 10 lots of this you breathe in through your nose normally you let all your oxygen out of your lungs at a normal rate you pinch your nose so you've got no oxygen in your lungs you pinch your nose and you hold it and you hold it for as long as possible now you may only be able to hold it for 10 seconds but you ideally you want to progress this to at least 40 seconds you should be able to hold it for at least 40 seconds now there's been uh, you know um, elite athletes I've had athletes I coach that are kind of qualifying athletes that could struggle to hold it past 13, 14 seconds on day one. Within two weeks, they're able to hold it well past 40 seconds. Well past. So it doesn't take long at all. So you just pinch your nose, wait till you need that oxygen, and you breathe back through your nose. Nasal breathing is very, very important. Another thing is, we get what we do. Most people we get in too much oxygen into our into our body. 
more or less. So, so what you want to do is minimize. We don't need that amount of oxygen. It's actually holding us back. So part of the other system is breathing light. So you put your hand over your stomach, put your hand over your back, and you're trying to minimize the amount of oxygen you get in. You're breathing in, breathing out, all through your nose. Um, very, very very small amounts of oxygen and you want to do that for about 10-15 minutes per day now those breath holds that I was telling you about you're doing 10 of them every single day for 2 weeks after 2 weeks you can cut that down to about twice a week so it's that 2 week period you're doing them for also trying your best to just nasal breathe all the time in, in as much as you can in normal training obviously you can't do that in swimming but all your other type of training you're doing, try and nasal breathe as much as possible. But don't don't force don't force it. So if you're in, you know, you're doing a VO2 max session, you're obviously going to need to be mouth breathing to get to get enough oxygen to those working muscles. But always, what you're doing is you're creating a better pathway for the the oxygen to travel via your red blood cells to your working muscles and working organs. And when we're talking about zones, when you hear a coach or an athlete go, oh, yeah, I'm going to you know, hit zone four and I'm going to go up down to zone two for recovery and then I'm going to go back up to zone you know, for three or whatever, it, all they're talking about is oxygen levels. That's all they're talking about. Um, you, you know, VO2, you know, threshold, tempo, all that is is... Different ways of saying oxygen, different types of how much oxygen your body's going to need to be at that level. That's all it is. So I would highly recommend jumping onto trainsmooth.com, reading that or reading the book if you can because there's so much more information in there. It would be the the best investment of your time. Um, But yeah, if I would highly recommend at least reading the article that I wrote on the trainsmooth.com website just so you can get a quick understanding of it and send me through an email, um, podcast at swimontop.com and let me know how you go. Record how, record on day one how long you um, did your breath hold for. Was it 10 seconds? Was it 20 seconds? Was it 30 seconds? Now you're doing 10 of them. So really just take note of them all. And what was it like on day 14? when you're doing it i also want to know what your swim time was average 100 meter k pace let's say you did a 400 meter time trial what's your average 100 meter k 100 meter time for that 400 meter effort on you know before you started the um, breath holds and what is it on day 14 or day 15 or thereabouts i'd be super keen to see see your results so if you guys have any questions you'd like to submit through the show jump on through to the website swimontop.com send me through an email podcast at swimontop.com till next episode thank you awesome people hooray